It's not playing with two guys who watch movies. I don't know their names. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm Dan. I think that's right. And you, you, sir, you in the audience, you are Jason Snell. Oh, well, no, that that's unexpected. not right. I am Lex Friedman. Hi, Dan. How are you? I'm doing very well. It's so nice to be back in the saddle. Uh, I've just been watching the cars go by. Yeah. Yeah. So Dan, as you know, when we do this, I think about the movie all day, and I was realizing how excited I am for the next season <laughs> for Lex and Dan, because next season, we'll be able to talk about movies, and they'll all have be different movies, and you'll be able to say, like, oh, I know this about this movie, or I know this thing about this movie, uh, but this season, I don't know anything. Like, uh, I, all I did was check the cast and confirm that The Rock and Vin are both in this one, too, so I'm going to assume, Dan... That they're going to race some mother bleeping cars in this one. That is my prediction. Uh, I, I think they might also steal some stuff. I, as I recall, we discussed at the end of the last episode, I have actually seen this movie. <laughs> you did say so. I don't remember very much about it. Uh, I do remember sort of the climactic action set piece. I remember one other ridiculous stunt. And I think I remember one thing with The Rock. I keep waiting in each one of these movies for the Tracy Chapman song, Fast Car, to be part of the soundtrack. <laughs> They'll make it. But by the end, there's only like three, two, three after this one. I can't even keep track oh anymore. I will we say... We watch them so slowly they keep adding more. <laughs> that's true. That's true. By the, time, by the time we're finished, it's an asymptote is the problem. Yes. I will say there is one um, plot... I'm going to put air quotes around it. Plot twist in this movie... There's probably more than one, but there's one that I thought was like, it was one of those twists where you're like, wait, not everybody knew that. Like, I kind of assumed that was the case. <laughs> wait, the rock is strong. Yeah. Something to that effect. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to say, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Oh, and I think that we saw that uh, Michelle Rodriguez is no longer dead in this one that we're going to watch. I think I know. Yeah. That. For, I, and I think, I think I had to have that explained to me when I watched this movie with Tony in the theater, because I was like, is it supposed to be important? Like, should I, what do I need to know about this character? Now, even if listeners don't know Tony, I do just love the vision of you and Tony in the theater. Tony, what's happening? <laughs> I just like you laugh loud stage whispering in a movie theater with other you know citizens watching i like the idea that it was you interrupting the movie and i also know that tony like cares about these movies in whatever way one can so you were probably annoying him i like all of that that whole dynamic is delightful to me it's probably better than this movie uh yes i was thinking it but not gonna say it uh i think there's so this movie is from 2000 oh what year is this huh 2013 we're getting closer yeah, uh, we may see some other familiar faces, I guess, come back. Like, we, we sort of assembled our crew last time, like, very Ocean's Eleven style. So maybe some of those people will uh, will return, I think. There are movies, Dan, that should be two hours and 11 minutes long. <laughs> Is this one of them, do you think? I'm, I, sight unseen, I'm not convinced that any FNF movie should be two hours or longer. You know we don't swear on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I would agree with you, but such is the people go to the theaters and expect to be entertained for like two or three hours nowadays. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Uh, Well, I think without any further ado, we should jump right into the movie. But you know what would be great, Lex? 
I wish that our listeners, Dan, could watch along with us. You took the words right out of my mouth. I too. Put them back in. Oh, that's gross. I'm glad our listeners didn't have to see that. (laughs) But they had to hear it. (laughs) Well, it's a podcast. It's the medium. It would be delightful if our listeners could watch along with us. And the good news is they can if they are members of The Incomparable. Because if you're a member of The Incomparable, you get all sorts of fun perks. And one of those perks is being able to download the commentary track for Not Playing With Lex and Dan, which you can sync up with the movie and watch along to hear our bon mot, as the French say, which I think is something about cows. I don't really know. (laughs) It is just one of many perks that you get as an incomparable member, including access to bootlegs for um, episodes that haven't been released yet, uh, member special episodes, uh, access to a Slack where you can hang out with other incomparable community members. And we've even just recently launched a brand new campaign of Total Party Kill, our podcast where we play Dungeons & Dragons, that will be streaming exclusively for incomparable members. So if you want to get in on any or all of that, Go to theincomparable.com slash members and sign up today. There's a bunch of different plans at different support levels with different perks. And, of course, you can choose which shows get your support. We hope you'll think of us here at Not Playing with Lex and Dan. Yeah, don't worry about Total Party Kill. And I would also say an exciting thing now is that that sign-up page correctly spells the name of this very (laughs) podcast. That is a real plus. Did they kill him in a post-credit sequence, Dan? No. All right. So hold on. Let us first say, Lex, congratulations. We have finished Fast and Furious 6. I don't know if congratulations are in order. <laughs> well, you finished it, so congratulations. I did. Thank you. You survived. So let me clarify. First, we'll start off by clarifying that post-credit scene. Please. Uh, you may remember, uh, or you may not, because it was many movies ago now, that that character of Han dies in tokyo drift so that was a that scene but from a a different perspective all right so we've been back in time for a while because han had to be alive yes that was the whole like the thing technically was in the future even though that didn't really make any sense (laughs) yes and so and that i mean i don't know i don't want to spoil things but like there are things i know just by virtue of the rest of the series because you asked a question about how could the future movie be hobbs and shaw uh, when Owen Shaw, the the villain, ah, is dead. Yeah. I feel like you already gave me a spoiler by emphasizing <laughs> Owen Shaw. So it's going to be son of Shaw, or That's dad right. of Shaw, or That's brother right. of Shaw. Yeah, one of those. Shaw thing. So I, uh, I, I don't know. I, they, again, I feel like have leaned into being funny sometimes, mm-hmm. but it also felt like they spent way too long being serious in this one. Way too many attempts at meaningful dialogue that fell flat for me. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't like Michelle Rodriguez's plot line at all of, I don't remember anything, but I'm still just going to like be super romantic and intimate with you, Vin, because you say I should be. It's in the script. Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, that, that plot line doesn't make a lot of sense, but this is a clearly that kind of series, right? Where like, yeah, we can wreck on things and people it, like, I, I'm going to go back to what I said last time, which is like, this is increasingly a comic book superhero franchise, right? Like, Oh, people who lose their memory, people who die, but they're not actually dead, right? Like superhuman feats of strength. Yes, it's, it does appear that, that our two main heroes in, in well, 
I guess it's, which ones that is is debatable. But Vin and the Rock seem to defy gravity sometimes. Like they yeah. truly just <laughs> leap and then float. <laughs> and it's like they're not making it matrixy, but it's clearly like not human either. So you're right. It's it's, it's an astute observation. Thank Yet you. another astute observation from Dan Warren. Oh, thank you, thank you. I will say also, I in things that I like about this movie, um, I think the villain is better here than in most of the previous movies at least mildly more interesting or more convincingly portrayed i don't know he seems it seems like a different take on the villain i felt like he was better maybe just because i know that actor luke evans and i think he's a he's a decent actor um you know he's still a cartoony villain but like i thought he was slightly more compelling than some of the ones we've seen in the past yeah i'll I'll give you that but i still like if they're gonna bother with plot (laughs) (laughs) which i guess they still are technically it's just, I didn't care. Like, sure. I, yeah, I, it, it was. I was hard pressed to feel like any of it mattered. Like, I, you pointed out as we were watching that some of the, the rules surrounding what defined this plot made no sense. Like, the list is only good for ninety six hours. Yeah, and after that, it's no good. So all the crimes are going to happen now. And uh, like, I thought having a tank was funny. Right, that's that's a nice, interesting shift. Now we've got a race with an actual tank. I I like that, but the plot that led me to that point did not seem super relevant. Sure, and the ideas of like, I don't know exactly how they defeated the tank. Really, at the end of the day, <laughs> I think they attached a car to it and threw that car off a bridge. That's the classic <laughs> I, way you beat a tank, Lex. Haven't you yeah. read your Sun Tzu? <laughs> not recently enough but i i don't know I, I i would say i did not enjoy this one as much as the last two i guess that we watched or the last one that we watched it's yeah just, i don't even remember the fourth one i, I that was yeah, the one where like just all felt the, draggy yeah i agree i mean it's it's long so you mentioned that you felt like the last scene the plane scene was dragging on and i i i'm not sure exactly what the numbers on this were but somebody at some point calculated how long that runway would have to be and it's like 27 <laughs> miles or something ridiculous, <laughs> which is great because then at the end of it they managed to like everything blows up and like right before the end of the runway and it's like really that was where the end of the runway was they've been <laughs> driving on this for literally 20 minutes <laughs> yeah that felt very long and I, I will say many moments in any like in any series of chase movies, I guess, or, or driving fast movies, racing movies, you're going to have some repetitive moments, right? There's going to be some repetitive beats. Like, hey, there's a bad guy and we're going to have to drive fast and there's going to be women. But I appreciated that a couple of times you said they hung a lantern on it. I felt they put a hat on it, but in a way that I appreciated it. Where, like, Gal the Gadot uh, is like, you're forgetting that guy's a man, so we're going to have to go be ladies in front of him. And but they acknowledge she's always saying that and i appreciate that they acknowledge that and that they like are sometimes nodding to the fact that they are doing the same things repeatedly right having michelle rodriguez have no memory means that all of her interactions can be quote unquote new again <laughs> like right, i appreciate right. that they're trying to find ways that the old can be redone again uh, it's just it, i just wasn't super interested like there were times when you and i as we were watching although everybody should upgrade to the paid memberships so they can hear the commentary tracks there were some gaps where we had nothing to say because there was just nothing to say there was just nothing interesting happening yeah no i agree i i i remember this one being kind of yeah you know whatever when i watched it the one time i saw it i thought as i mentioned to you during the film like i was surprised that that the gina carano's about face and turns out when she's a bad guy was like was a twist because i kind of like assumed going in like nah, i don't know she doesn't seem trustworthy <laughs> so uh, yeah i mean we have some unfortunate i think moments with 
the female characters you mentioned the part with uh, Michelle Rodriguez's storyline I mean we kill off Gal Gadot's character here I guess she you know she at least has the agency to make a sacrifice but it's still she's like you know we hope we can only have like one woman on the crew at any given time <laughs> like yeah. sorry there's a there's a quota system in place but knowing that that Han was going to have to die at some point having his love interest die is then like less sad because she would have had to go on without him anyway <laughs> i guess i guess that's true yeah so i agree with you the plot is nonsensical um you know it feels like a thin veneer just to basically get the rock and vin diesel on the same side right and i did think there was you know we've talked i think in the last one about just all the incidental death and destruction there seemed like there was plenty of that in this one too although they tried i feel like when you you made a comment as you were watching that tank scene like why are the people getting out of their cars wouldn't you want to stay in your car where you at least have some veneer of protection I think that it was showing that the cars were getting crushed, but the humans typically weren't. The innocent humans typically weren't. And so I feel like they were trying to lightly say, look, it's merely the you know reckless destruction of property, but not life. Right. But the, there was the early sequence where he was leaving his parking garage, the bad guy, and <laughs> destroying all of it right. and everyone around it and many, many police officers. And again, like nobody, like at no point is the rock going, it's a shame that all those fine police officers were just killed by this maniac. I'm sure like, they were fine. No tears were shed. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I do have to share with you this one bit from the Wikipedia page, just because I feel like somebody slipped this in, and I applaud them. For Rodriguez's and Carano's fight in the London Underground, producers refused to let the pair attempt a stunt where their characters battle over a stairwell and fall down a stairwell, fearing a serious injury would derail filming. <laughs> just bravo. Well played. Yeah, it's pretty good. I uh, I actually liked that fight scene, although I thought it also went on long. But I like the idea that she gets a handcuff and then is fighting with a handcuff. I yeah, I, and it maybe I don't know. Maybe this is just a function of us getting older too, right? Like I was commenting to somebody uh, today that I feel like I'm always glad when TV seasons get pared down nowadays because I feel like they tend to stretch them out too much. So it's like, oh, this show has only got eight episodes in its next season. That's great. The last one was 10. Like, I feel like it makes you work harder, right? Constraints are important. And I feel like that's the problem when these movies got to the point where they were blockbuster successes. It's like, well, let's just keep putting more in. More in? Is that you? That's me. Yeah. You put me in. And I guess I understand that you always, like, you have the need to top things. But it also feels like if you could put, like, make it a little more taut and a little more spare you could also probably not spend as much money on these giant long action sequences uh, and just sort of like get to the point faster. Because I agree with you, that last fight, you can't sustain that level of intensity for too long. People just do lose interest and get bored, right? Like, I think there are other scenes that, you know, or other ways of, of, of executing a, a stunt scene in which it feels more tense because it's faster paced. And you're not sitting there for 20 minutes, at which point you're just like, all right, I can't keep up this like feeling on edge this long because <laughs> it's just tiring. Yes, I can't argue with any of that. I don't know. I, I just don't care about really any of these characters at this point. Well, they're not, not particularly well drawn. They're not particularly yeah. fleshed out. I mean, they're collections of little characteristics that basically rely much more on the actors than on anything we actually know about them yeah do you want to rank your favorite character <laughs> and i i believe you know we were talking about paul walker a bit i believe that 
before this film was released is when he died or no after this no film no was released, a, before? A, a, he's, he's still he's in, in the next one yeah okay I so think then the, no yeah yeah i think it was yeah. after the firm when most of the filming on the next one was done uh, according to imdb it was originally conceived as two movies with the first ending at the conclusion of the tank scene and the second ending with the plane which is why each of those parts felt movie length on their own <laughs> oh boy it didn't say that last part but it did say <laughs> the thing that they were originally gonna be two different movies uh, apparently the scene featuring diesel smashing his car through the nose of a soviet era cargo aircraft during takeoff was conceived by justin limo producing fast and furious in 2009 but it was too expensive and did not fit into that film story <laughs> um was it uh when, when, that fight that we were talking about earlier in the in the tube station mm-hmm. w- w- wasn't the person fighting with michelle rodriguez also on michelle rodriguez's side uh yes but she was sneakily bad but she could have let that r- battle end much sooner instead of continuing to try to go after her right like why go crazy for it why not just let her get away she really doesn't like her i don't know <laughs> I'm just saying, I want this plot to hold up, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically the answer is when you hire Gina Carano to be in your movie because she's like an MMA star, then, you know, you uh, <laughs> you want her to, like, show off her fighting chops. It's just it. business, Lex. Uh, well, so IMDb says that the runway chase scene would make the runway be approximately 18 miles long. Uh, it also says this was the third Fast and Furious film to end on a cliffhanger. Oh, I guess the cliffhanger being the post-credit sequence? Okay. I, yeah, okay. I guess so loose use of cliffhanger uh but yeah there it was we saw it <laughs> how many more are we there are actually only two left in uh, including hobbs and shaw no that one's because that okay. one only just came out so there's seven furious seven obviously because mm-hmm. this was yes. fast and furious six alternatively known as furious six or fast six it's just any of those yes. things apparently yes i see it called fast six a lot furious seven and then the the fate fate. of the furious yes yeah well we made it this far right i feel like we should see it through (laughs) oh at this point we're committed for sure oh we should be that's for sure (laughs) we should Mm -hmm. be committed (laughs) yeah i wish there was you know i think you're totally right like you know when you said up front that you know you don't know anything about this movie and so it makes it hard to discuss stuff uh i feel like even after we've seen the movie there's not a lot of meat on these bones (laughs) So, like, it feels like it's a little tough to dis- to spend half an hour discussing the movie when it's like, well, there were cars. Uh, the treatment of women still is getting mildly better, but it's still not great. And we don't care about any of these characters still. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, there we go. But here's the good news, Dan. Two, two and a half, three left. There's, so we're almost done, Dan. And maybe, maybe they just get better and better. But I will say at this point, I am amazed at how well these movies do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not because general audiences, like, these things have fast cars and things that blow up and, like, crazy stunts, right? Like, that kind of seems... It's a low bar. <laughs> I, I will say. I mean, these I do not... Uh, these don't rank anywhere near my top 100 films, probably. <laughs> like, yes. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I don't think I'm going to come out of this converted to being a fast and furious fan. I think, I that... think you could still be convertible. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm too wheeled. No, that's not right. <laughs> but you tried wheelie, wheelie hard. I tried so I appreciate wheelie that. hard. Uh, well, it's, I just need to keep a roof over my head. That's the only reason I do this. <laughs> Well, that's, that's why I'm here, too. But, Dan, thanks for watching this one. And uh, I guess, do you have any advice for what our listeners should do until next time? 
Well, uh, first I will say we will be back next time to talk about Furious 7, which came out in 2015. Um, But until then, we'd like to remind all of you out there, as is our want, keep Keep watching watching the cars. cars. (laughs) Right in sync. Perfect. Nailed it. Oh man. Thanks for Thanks nothing. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> 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 <laughs>